Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. How you doing, folks? Welcome to another episode of Russell City Radio. I am your host, George Alonso, and as a matter of fact, we have a special appearance uh, here standing in for our new host, Christina, that's on her way. Uh, standing in for her for a quick second, we have the, of course, Reality Check Radio and now known as Russell City Radio Hall of Famer, Lorraine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Ah, can't complain. I can't complain. Just here enjoying the Miami weather. As a matter of fact, it's going to rain a little bit. But this, and this is actually the first time I'm actually recording uh, from our studio when it's raining. I've, I don't think uh, our studio has been blessed with weather yet. Well, down over here in Philly, we definitely got blessed with the beautiful sunshine today. For once. Why are you always stealing the weather from Florida, Lorraine? Why? Well, you know, I was there last summer, and even though it was really humid when I was there, I enjoyed the weather. It was perfect. I had fun in the sun, even though it, you know, just spared a moment with rain. And then I came back here, and we had our winter, so, you know, I got to kind of steal, you know, some of the sunshine. Uh, yeah, typical of you. But basically, here, here's the thing, Lorraine. Uh, with all this being said, you know, one of the one things that I have to say when it came to the weather was, uh, uh, like, that WrestleMania, one of the fears of WrestleMania this year was weather. Because, as a matter of fact, uh, little to your – that you know, because obviously you weren't here live – but when we were looking at the uh, the weather, uh, you know, predictions going into WrestleMania this year, we were expecting at least 60% of rain. And luckily, luckily, us Floridians hit that 40% of no rain at all. So thank God for That's... that, and thank God for the non-rain gods. See, I don't just steal the nice weather. I stole the rain for you guys so you could enjoy WrestleMania because we got rain. Oh, so you're the one that got the rain, and we were the ones that got the sunshine. Well, not technically sunshine. We got a very, very cold breeze. See, and I didn't want you to sweat, so I didn't make it that hot there. Uh, well, it, let me tell you something. I went, <laughs> Lorraine, funny story to tell you. I went in, in jeans, and I went in a regular T-shirt. And I'm here going to say to myself, because I was wearing all black until I, I got there and I bought myself the uh, – the Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles shirt that's like a light blue. Uh, I was like wearing all black that day, and I'm here saying to myself, oh, my God, I'm going to sweat like a horse. I'm going to sweat like a horse because you know what they say about wearing all black and, and the sun. They, they say that's oh, the yeah. hottest clothes to wear. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to sweat. So I have no choice but to buy this AJ and, and Shane T-shirt. And basically, going into WrestleMania, then fast forward, I've changed. I'm going to my seat. Mind you, my seat is all the way to the top where, you know, the air is hitting you the most. And by coincidence, it starts to get cold. So I'm like, oh, my God, how the wheels turn in this situation. See? And you were at the perfect height to where you got the breeze. 
screw you, Lorraine. Screw you, okay? <laughs> well, guys, welcome, guys, to another edition of Russell City Radio. We have a great show here lined up for you. We're having fun here with you, Lorraine. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, we actually have our host here, but I'm going to have uh, I'm going to introduce her in a second. But basically, guys, we have a lot to talk about today, including WrestleMania 33 and what we can expect coming into WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. But also, guys, we have two pre-recorded exclusive interviews, one with the Freak Show Pro Wrestling trainer and former WWE superstar when he used to be known as Tizarni in WWE. We have Sin Bodhi coming on the show, and then we got the legendary and, of course, controversial former WWE tag team, JTG and Shad Gaspar, Crime Time. And uh, Lorraine, I'm pretty sure uh, you know both these people, uh, both Sin Bodhi when he was known as Kazarni, uh, that crazy nut, uh, and also Crime Time. Uh, Lorraine, before you go and before we introduce our host, I'm not going to just cut you off like that. What was your most fond memory of whether it be Crime Time or Sin Bodhi? Oh, God. <laughs> there's, there's so many. I don't think I really could pick just one, to be honest. Uh, well, wow. I have to go. I have to go ahead and say, when Crime Time started messing with the the McMahons, actually was my favorite time of uh, of that. Uh, as a matter of fact, no, I take it back. My favorite time is when Crime Time did the live auction with Lita's wardrobe in the WWE ring. That was amazing. <laughs> so, and, and I have my host right over here. Uh, I, I'm going to introduce her now, but. Uh, she's over here dying laughing, Lorraine. You don't hear her, but she's dying of laughter because one of her, you know, favorite people in the wrestling world is Lita as well. But let's go ahead and introduce her. Lorraine, you can join me in this. Uh, guys, let's welcome the newest member uh, and the newest attendant of Wrestle City. And no, not to be confused with Suplex City. I'm talking about Wrestle City. Of course, I'm talking about Christina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you. My pleasure. Welcome to the show. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, a funny story with, with you is that you actually were brought, uh, you caught the attention through our boss, the Roman show, and you said, hey, and here's another funny story. You actually said, I want to be something in this business I, because I'm so passionate about it. And it, like, what have I told you since the first time I ever talked to you? I respect your attitude so much for being this passionate for the business. So you're finally here. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, I'm so happy to be here right now. Um, I love pro wrestling. Uh, so this is something that means so much to me right now uh, to be able to speak about it. I, I was at WrestleMania 33, so I do have a lot to say as well. So <laughs> <laughs> this feels great. Is that- that's amazing. I'm so happy to have you on board. Uh, so, Lorraine, you're the COO of this organization of Russell City Radio. You've seen many people go. You've seen many people come. You've seen so many people enter our Hall of Fame, uh, which so many people are I'm honored to name them as a Hall of Famer. What do you have to say to Christina before you pass the torch now to her? I just want to say welcome, and as much as you make it business, Make it fun to enjoy yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Lorraine. Thank you so thank you so very much for joining me here, Lorraine. Thank you so very much. Uh, not a problem. All right. Bye bye. And stop stealing our weather. Bye-bye. 
No. And, yes. Anyway, um, so Christina, welcome aboard. You're the newest family member of Russell City Radio. You know, here's the here's the problem with this case now because you're, the name is so plain, Christina. You know, <laughs> every, everyone everyone that comes on this show yeah. has a nickname. Like uh, Raymond, he's our cue card guy. Uh, me, I'm Mr. Suavamente. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I see this gentleman right here in front of us. I, I think I've got to call him Mr. New York. <laughs> because he just has that New York look to him. It's like, he looks cool, but he looks like that type of guy because New York loves to stand up for themselves. He looks like that type of guy that you, if you say something about his favorite team, his favorite person, you or his family, that you you better run. <laughs> right. So that guy is Mr. New York. I'm sorry because he stands up for everyone that has New York, uh, New York attitude. But I'll come up with something for you okay. as, as the time goes by. But basically, uh, Christina, welcome. Like I said, you know, let's start talking about WrestleMania 33 uh, before we hit up any of these first interviews. Uh, you know, with these interviews that we have, they're pre-recorded, mm-hmm. so that'll give you and I enough time to drink our water, to relax our throats a little bit, because we're going to be talking for quite a while. Right. But uh, WrestleMania 33 has passed. It passed us two weeks ago. Uh, well, give or take two weeks. Right. Uh, and by far, a lot of people are titling it one of the best WrestleManias since WrestleMania 17. What do you have to say? Um, I would say it was one of the best. Hello, look at that ramp 80 yards long. I was like, how are they going to make it down there? But it was pretty darn amazing. Uh, I do have a couple of favorite matches and my favorite wrestlers of the night. So, yeah, I loved it. Just being there. The atmosphere was awesome with 75,000 people. It was amazing. Well, yeah, the, we were part of records, uh, a record-breaking crowd for Citrus Bowl of over 75,000 people there. Uh, thank you very much, uh, you know, for giving us that honor to be there, uh, but also not technically a 100% thank you because we have to buy the tickets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, but I still very, you know, I'm very appreciative that we were part of history. Now, Talking about the, what you said, 70 yards or 80 yards? 80 yards. 80 yards ramp. 80 yards ramp. <laughs> Two things. <laughs> Number one, thank God they did an Undertaker half ramp. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> thank God they did an Undertaker half ramp. Hey, hey no, no offense to Undertaker fans. No offense to the Undertaker himself. We understand that he was going through a lot of pain in the match. And Undertaker, thank you so very much for entertaining us for so many years. Yes. But basically, uh, yeah, you know, thank God they did a half ramp. Now, 80 yards. If you recall correctly, Nikki Bella walked the 80 yards, but John Cena ran the full 80 yards. How many, can someone explain to me how many miles is 80 yards <laughs> running wise? Um, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh, I don't even that, know. Football players can actually do it like John Cena did. I thought he was going to give out towards the middle, but he kept going. <laughs> he slid in that ring. It was, wow. They could have been. That's why the match was cut so short. Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe the guy was like, bro, uh, Mike, uh, I'm, I just ran that 80 yards, bro. Let's cut this 20-minute match to down to 10. Yeah, that's why Miz had his moment. He got to shine for a little on the ropes, mock John Cena a little bit. Yep. John Cena was probably like, I need a rope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can bless the guy. 80 yards, man. 80 freaking yards. Insane. 
but uh, Lorraine just gave me a reminder. Uh, guys, you can purchase your Thank You Undertaker t-shirts through www.shop.com now. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're great t-shirts. I actually planning on ordering one when I get paid again. Uh, have you ordered yours? I haven't, but I do want to order it. Mm. Um, I wish they would have sold them that night. I would have bought one. Because uh, that was just amazing with The Undertaker. I didn't expect it. Honestly, I didn't. And the crowd stood to the very end. What was it, like midnight, after midnight? And we were all still there just thanking The Undertaker the whole time. He deserves all the thank you. No, I completely agree. Uh, but basically, that that's the case. Uh, you know, thank you very much to The Undertaker for everything that he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to basically... For us even being allowed there for that honorary moment, I actually grew up watching The Undertaker uh, when he first debuted in Survivor Series. And uh, it it was a great feeling. It was a great moment. Um, I can't can't explain more about that to anyone. Uh, But that, it it was a great, great moment. But uh, guys, one of my favorite things actually watching in that event was, believe it or not, and this is going to throw a lot of people for a loop, but was Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Well, that match actually surprised a lot of people. And not by, hey, oh my God, flippity flops and, and big spots, but it was actually entertaining because Goldberg defended himself by saying, hey, he's a two-move wrestler. He doesn't need to do more right. to grab the wrestlers, you know, the fans' attention. And same thing for Brock Lesnar. He's a two-move wrestler, suplex, F5, suplex, F5. And the entire 75,000 people, Christina, were going crazy throughout that entire match. And probably because for once we got something that was past five minutes. Uh, Correct. (laughs) I myself wasn't too excited about that match. I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anyone, but I'm not really a Brock Lesnar fan. But I did enjoy, the, you know, Goldberg kept going. He wasn't going to give up. And what was it, 10 suplexes? I guess he was kind of done with that. <laughs> well, yeah, like basically, yeah. Uh, but it, it, it was, to me, a great match. I, I thought it was a great match. It was very entertaining. Uh, and even, even for a match that caught me off guard, really, because mm-hmm. I was, again, I was sitting all the way in the top. I was sitting all, were you sitting all the way? <laughs> We were, we, were getting, all the way we were getting blinded by the light during the Oh, you were one of those? Women's, yes. You were one of those? Yes. Because I remember the chant of, turn the light off, we can't see. Yep, that was us. <laughs> who, who started that? Was it you guys? Um, I'm not quite sure. I think I really don't know. It's just we were getting blinded with two colored lights, and we just started the chant. And then I think it was towards the end of the Raw women's match, uh, they turned off one of the lights, but we were still getting blinded. It was just so uncomfortable. No, I, I would imagine I felt extremely bad for you guys. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, I look, when, because I was sitting next to my partner, uh, Giselle, mm-hmm. uh, during the event, and I'm there, like, I, I'm hearing these chants of turn it off or something, and I'm here looking around, and I'm like, what light are they talking about? Because from my distance, the blue light didn't look as bad. From my distance, I'm not saying that you guys were wrong for saying, but from my distance, I didn't think the light was bad. But then I saw a picture of it on social media, and I'm like, holy crap, it was bad. 
it, it was pretty bad. I had to watch with my hands up. So I'm like, all right, I see what they're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but they eventually turned it off during the Triple H and Seth match, so we were very excited about that. Well, yeah, because that was practically, I think, the match of the night. Uh, yeah, it was one of the matches of the night to me. I do have another one that I really love, but that match was amazing. Seth, you know, did amazing. Triple H is always amazing. So. <laughs> well, mind you, the uh, like Seth Rollins versus Triple H, I feel like was like how you said the the match of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel like that match really shut up a lot of critics uh, on top because everyone was saying, "Oh, what are we gonna expect out of um, Triple H?" I mean, sorry, out of Seth Rollins mm-hmm. for that match because of the situation of, of, of Seth Rollins' knee. Right. So they're like, oh, we're not going to get a full match. But in reality, it was by far one of the best matches I've ever seen. Personally, I thought the entrance of Triple H was by far the best entrance of the night. Yes, yes it was. Uh, there was a couple of people that also had a great entrance, but Triple H's was amazing. Him and Stephanie looked amazing. I'm sorry, people might not like her, but she looked amazing. They looked really hardcore, ready to get it done, get, you know, Seth Rollins done with. But Seth's entrance was also amazing with the whole fire. I, I loved it, that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, mind you, the, uh, the, the <laughs> I have to say for the record, I, I love also – one match I think that should have still been on the main card was, of course, Austin Aries versus uh, Neville. That match by far shut so many people up. Like, I see you cutting me off. Right? If this is a topic that you want to hit, go ahead and tell me. Tell me. Well, I felt like Neville was amazing that night. He was absolutely amazing. I was like, whoa, I know Neville is pretty darn good, but he was one of my favorite wrestlers of the night, and it was the opening match, a lot of people were still, you know, getting t-shirts and food, so a lot of people didn't really get to pay attention to it, but they missed out if they did it, because that match was amazing. I would see it again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that match was by far the, I think, one of the best matches of the night. Yep. There, there, now, there's rumors circulating Christina, that there was a issue in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I don't know if these issues are true. I don't know if these rumors are true about Big Show not being too happy with the ending of that Battle Royal. But basically, from what I understand, you know, I I, I feel like Mojo, I don't think, was the proper winner for that match. You know, and and hear me out, hear me out. The the reason why is because, number one, Big Show was my number one pick for that, for that, uh, to win, Mm -hmm. because it's his final WrestleMania. But also, if Big Show didn't win, I was hoping to see Braun Strowman, because you, because notice the, 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 uh, the time difference here. You have, uh, Braun Strowman, right? He He loses in the way beginning of the Battle Royal. The next night, fast-forwarding for a second, fast-forwarding to Raw. All of a sudden, you have this Brock Lesnar promo happening in the ring, and you have Brock Lesnar challenging him and saying, oh, I have my eye on you and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, wait a minute. This is a guy who was just eliminated so early from the Battle Royal, and now you're pushing him to a title contendership? You needed to make him look stronger, because Brock Lesnar is not your typical, no offense, AJ Styles, no Seth Rollins, no this. 
He's a beast. He's a beast incarnate. Okay, so what I'm trying to what I'm trying to make this point is is that Braun Strowman is not virtual. Braun Strowman should have won that battle royal by showing the world, hey, I could destroy 20 or 30 other men. Feed me Brock Lesnar. Right. And then Brock Lesnar will show how powerful he is by defeating the beast that destroyed 20 people. And on top of that, we'll kind of give him that title back of, hey, I'm back to my winning ways. Right. I, I was surprised as well. Um, I didn't think they were going to let Big Show win when I was watching it. I was like, okay, I don't think they're going to get it to the Big Show. But, you know, the whole promo is coming up to WrestleMania. It seemed like Braun Strowman was the guy to actually win this one, to take them all out. And then when he got out, I was like, okay, where are they going with this? I thought they were going to give it to Sami Zayn next, but that didn't happen either. It was very unexpected, the Mojo Rally thing. But I do agree with you about Braun Strowman now going against Brock Lesnar. I could see... I can really watch that match be really entertained with Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, we're probably going to get another Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns now coming up at Payback. Uh, yeah, from what Braun Strowman was saying, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I liked their first two battles. I liked it. I was a fan. Uh, were you? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I think Braun Strowman is, ever since he separated himself from the Wyatt. He has proved himself a lot, so I would watch that match again, definitely. Speaking about Wyatt, how, how weird word did you feel? What, and you as a woman, I have to put on the spot here. That like he probably was laughing, but but you as a woman, you know, you women have this weakness for uh, the creepy crawlers. Like when when I understand the maggots, but when he made the the ring filled with cockroaches. How did you feel? It was disgusting. Like, the maggots and the worms, I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then when he did the cockroaches, I was like, oh, no. Okay, are we done with all these little bugs showing up? I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mind you, like, I I thought I I was thrown off. I'm there like, oh, he's doing his corner thing. And all of a sudden, lights go off. I'm like, wait, did the power just go off? And then all of a sudden, you have these images inside the ring, and I'm like, Okay, this is different. Right. <laughs> and, and so I was, uh, you know, I was just thinking, hey, this is a situation of uh, 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 the Sister Abigail story that he, he has Sister Abigail's powers. Mm-hmm. But to me, guys, I, I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, Christina, but I feel like this is a situation that should have been taken advantage of. I still think Sister Abigail should be an actual person. Now with the whole bones being burned and all that, I don't know how they can come up with it unless they do, and it'll be extremely creepy mm-hmm. because I don't even think Undertaker has come that far, and I think the farthest they've ever done with Taker was when they put the, the ashes on top of him during the CM Punk angle. Yeah. But basically, uh, if you bring a person into the situation now, a real person, to per- portray Sister Abigail, I don't know. I will feel it's so weird. I'll be like, didn't they just burn her bones? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What, what's your take on that? Um, I think it would be very interesting, honestly. I thought in the past before when he had everyone in the whole Wyatt family, I thought they were going to bring out a female wrestler to be Sister Abigail. I was like, okay, I'm ready for that. I can see a girl Wyatt. That'll be amazing. But now with the whole ashes burned, I think they can play with that story and make her come out of nowhere. You know, make Randy feel totally creeped out. It was 
that would work. I think they could do it. Well, now that we're on the topic of, of course, Bray Wyatt and Sister Abigail, I was able to sit down with Sin Bodie, which actually he was the trainer of Bray Wyatt, uh, and also helped Bray Wyatt come up with a couple ideas that he talked exclusively with us over there in Orlando two weeks ago. So what we're going to go do is go ahead and uh, shoot over to this pre-recorded interview with Sin Bodie. Enjoy, folks. Hey guys, this is George from Russell City Radio. I am located right now at the FEW Wrestling Party here in Orlando, Florida. And uh, I'm joined by the ever so entertaining and pretty much original and I guess everything that has to do with fun in the dictionary. I'm here with Sin Bodie. How are you? I'm very good, man. Thanks for having me. I hope I hope you enjoy my weird funness, my fun weirdness, all of it, everything in between. I hope you had fun tonight. Uh, trust me, uh, it's not just me that had fun. It was the crowd that had a lot of fun as well. Uh, you know, we actually, I, I, I scanned the, the, the audience there for you because I know you were working with Mr. Alex Chamberlain in there, but I scanned the audience, and trust me, there was not one single face that was not laughing in that crowd. Well, you know, I aim to please, and sometimes i got to be scary, and sometimes i got to be funny. If I have it my way, I'd like to give you a little bit of both sides of that fence. And with uh, a great competitor like Alex Chamberlain, man, he forced me to get weird, man. That guy hits like a freight train. He's a big old son of a gun. Uh, he's a, a, a no, no monkeying around kind of guy. So, you know, he kind of took me from the happy-dappy side of bipolar to the crappy, mean side of bipolar. And it was a fun ride, and I hope all the kids and adults and everybody, all the earthlings, Hoped all the earthlings and all my cinnamon muffins loved it. <laughs> That's an amazing way that you call the fans the cinnamon muffins. I, I can never say that word, you know. But uh, basically, Simbody, you know, you, again, no stranger to entertainment, no stranger to being different, no stranger, for Christ's sake, you're the, the promoter and booker for freak show wrestling. On top of that, you're also a trainer. Uh, tell us how important is it to you and to your students and even to your, your promotion, Freak Show Pro Wrestling, and even for promotions like the FEW, who you appear for, you know, so tell us how important is it to be different in this world of professional wrestling? Absolutely. You can be one of the many or you can be the guy. You know, I think it's awesome for pro wrestlers to entertain fans, and that's what I am thoroughly about. I believe we are smile engineers. It is our job to put smiles on children and on hardworking people, all the earthlings that make the world go around. But I think you as the individual performer on those shows need to stand out. You need to become that superhero or that supervillain. You need to be the AJ Styles or the Boogeyman or the Undertaker or Doink the Clown or Bray Wyatt or Ricky Steamboat or any Macho Man, Jake the Snake, any of these characters. You need to be your own unique self. Don't just regurgitate. Create. And you mentioned some great names there, Mr. Bodie, the Macho Man, the Hoaxsters, you know, the Ultimate Warriors, all these great flamboyant, colorful characters that entertained us throughout the years, even to today, the John Cena's, etc. Can you tell us uh, who pretty much inspired the Sin Bodie? Uh, who inspired the entertainment in Sin Bodie? Wow, that's a great question. I've seen in my travels a lot of guys that, you know, for, for good intentions and good purposes, turned out to be, you know, some sort of bargain basement Bret Hart ripoff or yeah. Shawn Michaels ripoff or Undertaker or Stone Cold ripoff. I don't believe in, you know, performing my art that way. I think to be influenced by many different uh, factors and muses, be it in wrestling and in life. Sometimes art imitates life and sometimes life imitates art. I take reference and influence from pro wrestling, comic books, rock and roll, movies, anything and everything. 
you've got in, in me you would see tiny bit of Jake the Snake, tiny bit of Doink the Clown, Adrian Street, Undertaker, uh, so many different guys. Then Green Goblin, Joker, Gene Simmons, D. Schneider, so many different performers through uh, all sorts of genres of art. Mm-hmm. I think you should always, as a performer, whether you're funny, sexy, serious, high flying, you know, whatever you are, big, tall, jacked, fat, skinny, short, whatever you are, lucha, strong style, American style, high flying, whatever, you should become your own creature and definitely take creative muse from everything around you and always keep your eyes and ears open and your heart open and be humble to learn at every turn of the game. And, and mind you, I, I have to bring this up because now you've mentioned some some of my favorite characters in the comic book realm, like the Green Goblin and etc. You know, with, with wrestling now just opening up doors for other young potential guys to reach out to Ring of Honor, to reach out to WWE, Impact Wrestling, Japan, etc., etc., Wrestling is now also opening doors to being a movie star. Sin, quick, fun question. Do you ever want to be in a, in a copy book movie yourself? I would love it. I've done uh, a couple small fight scenes, and I've helped stunt coordinate on a couple horror movies and this and that. It was a lot of fun. I would definitely love to do more of it. I think Hollywood is realizing, thanks to The Rock, and, and dare I say, dare I even say the name John Cena, but I will. I'll give, I'll give you know props where it's due. You know, I think these guys are breaking Hollywood wide open and letting Hollywood know that we're not just a bunch of meatheads that just club each other. We are athletic, uh, athletic thespians. We're used to one take. The show must go on. And we're used to doing it in front of a live audience. No squabbles, no crying, no nothing. Every time I've been on set, a director has always said, man, you guys are so easy to work with. You remember lines. You remember where you're supposed to be. You remember all of your action. Literally, we get it in one take. And we all just kind of giggle and say, well, that's... Wrestling is a one-take thing. Like, if you don't stop and say, hey, let's redo that, you know, timesies, you know. <laughs> Any sort of, like, uh, you always, let's, let's admit something, Mr. Bodhi. We always have this one time in our lives and say, God, I want to play that character. You know, whether it's a Spider-Man, a Superman, a He-Man, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Any specific character that one day you wanted, you looked at the TV or you looked at the comic book and you said, one day if they ever make a movie of this or if they're currently making a movie of this, I want to be that character. I want to be the lead in the mashup of Suburban Commando and the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> oh, my God. What would you even call that? Suburban Fairy? Suburban Tooth Fairy Commando? <laughs> that, that's amazing. Uh, Mr. Bodie, last question. You know, again... I, 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 would, I would also, I would more accurately, I would call it ridiculous. <laughs> As is my life. (laughs) I don't even know how to continue with that story. But going on to Orlando again, uh, you just appeared here for wrestling party for FEW. Uh, What's next here in Orlando for Sin Bodhi? Oh, man, my time in Orlando this week has been fun, 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 let me tell you. It's been so, and it's been even weird by my standards. Uh, Tonight's show was great. I assured Crime Time there is no octopus under the ring because last time they came to Freak Show Wrestling, they literally got attacked by a giant octopus. I kid you not. If you don't believe me, go look on YouTube. Um, you know, Gangrel's running around here. I just saw Boogeyman today. Um, the Pope is here. All sorts of people are here, man. The other night we were doing another great show. And in the locker room, this, this will give you a, a Polaroid picture of my life. I'm sitting in there giggling, looking at uh, Gangrel arguing with Hornswoggle while Joey Ryan and Cole Cabana are, you know, thumb wrestling. I mean, this is my life. 
and then and and this is all being surveyed by a carnival freak, you know. So that just sort of should give you a glimpse at the life of the warlord of weird here on planet Earth. <laughs> Listen, I'm here sitting next to Mr. Bodie. This is an audio interview. I'm gonna go and I'll shoot. Obviously, it's an audio interview. I don't even. I can't even continue this interview without breaking my character and laughing. Hey, I, <laughs> with all interviews, what we'll call we'll start calling these the radio interviews, the John Cena interviews, because you can't see me. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh my God! Are you gonna be? Uh, are you? Are you going to be uh, at WrestleMania, present at WrestleMania, in the audience or backstage? Uh, we, we were at WrestleCon today, and I'll be at WrestleCon tomorrow. And uh, I, I believe I'll be at uh, Jake the Snake's table. We're peddling our Fantasy Slam stuff. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be watching the WrestleMania stuff from, you know, the, the fancy friends and family and get the hell out of the way. People, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. Uh, I'll be happy to watch uh, my bouncing baby boy, Bray Wyatt, uh, defend his title. So a lot of people think maybe I'm just the weird guy, but really behind closed doors, a lot of guys don't, a lot of fans don't realize I help train a lot of guys, and you know I've got a pretty good pedigree compared to what they would have thought when they saw me as Kazarni when I was doing just a stupid thing that Vince McMahon asked me to do, and as a good little soldier, I did it. But we don't need to go there because that's just been done to death and told to death a hundred times. Yep. But I think when when people see me as Simbodi on these shows and they say, "Man, why didn't you do that on SmackDown?" and I tell them I wasn't allowed, or you know I was very curtailed there, and I just I wasn't allowed to sort of breathe. But my pedigree in the locker room is, you know, I've, I've helped train champions. You know, I know, I know in Jake's words, he looked at me and said it. And in turn, I look at other guys and say, it, I know talent. You know, I saw talent in Bray Wyatt the second I saw him. Uh, Michael Elgin is another guy. Mine, Crazy Steve. I'll split him halves. He's with Eric Young. Half mine. Uh, Angelina Love. And the list goes on and on. So I don't just train crazy people. I train awesome talent. And let me just uh, chime in on that. Mind you, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt has said in many interviews that when he first came into the WWE, he kind of felt a little pressured or under the weather because when they gave him the Husky Harris gimmick, he didn't feel like it was himself. All of a sudden, they gave him the torch and he ran with it when he created the Bray Wyatt gimmick and he feels more at home. Uh, I feel like uh, you took a little part in that. You you helped him in his path. I certainly did. You know, in that situation. So tell me your opinion. Last uh, last thing, I know you're super busy. Um, what's your take on Bray Wyatt? Basically, he's your like your son in this case. Well, you know, even before I met Bray, you know, I've been in the ring with his old man, his uncle. You know, Jake, my trainer, has been in the ring with all of his his, his uncle, his dad, his grandfather, um, all these great guys. Um, Bray Wyatt was just, even when he was brand new and neon green, he was asking the right questions. He had the right attitude. He's still a nice, humble guy to this day. He would ask me so many questions when we were in Florida together. Why do you do this? Why do you do that? Why do you do this? And I would answer him. And, you know, I'd like to think humbly I helped piece together what is what was the beginning of the Bray Wyatt character. He, again, he came up to me and said, the Husky Harris thing, man, I'm so uncomfortable in it. Yep. I said, well, why don't you, you know, you got a couple extra pounds. We're all guilty of it here and there, you know. I said, you know, spandex isn't going to hide a couple extra pounds. Why don't you wear something baggy like a Hawaiian shirt, kind of Cape Fear style. And Cape Fear is basically Charlie Manson, so if you're going to go that route, maybe get a family. You know it's really creepy? The animal masks, those are pretty creepy. And uh, he would ask me, like, why do I call my finishing, my butterfly DDT, why do I call it Tallulah Bell? And I told him I named it for my dead sister. And he thought, man, that's super creepy. Why would you do something so disgusting? And I said, you know, A, as disgusting as it is, it helps me think of her, of who she would have been. And I think, too, when I hit her, just like, you know, when somebody hits the DDT, they don't get up. And he just thought that was disturbing and crazy. And, you know, boom, bada, bing, Abigail. Wow. That...
talking about not just if, if there's some people with dry eyes after that story, then you know you're not human because that that is emotional. That is extremely inspiring because that's that's an awesome story as far as like the and that's a total shoot. That my I, that, I had a miscarried sister between me and my little brother. Wow. And I didn't want to name her her real name. I didn't wow. want to upset my mom, so I fictionalized her into Tallulah Bell. But Tallulah Bell is a fictional name for wow. a very real person who would have could have been. Wow, I'm speechless. I, I I can't even come up with another question that could one up that one. I, thank you very much for sharing that, Mr. Bodie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Uh, now uh, let's do some plugs. Sim Bodie, how can people contact you through social media? Follow your product with Freak Show, uh, and are you scheduled for any other future FEW events? I would love to come back to FEW. I love Florida. My heart is in Florida and Las Vegas. If I somehow could build a machine that would smash the two together, I would certainly do it. Um, I will be back uh, hopefully soon at FEW. So everybody out there in, in, in Planet Earth that wants to see me here, Planet Earth, Florida, you know, tell FEW all about it. And uh, I will be back at some other shows here and there. Um, again, promoters out there, I would love to come in and work for you. I would love to come and entertain your fans. I am just a big-time advocate of just seeing kids and adults and everybody just screaming and cheering. I, that's what I was put on this planet to do. For better or worse, I'm here for you. All you damn little earthlings, I love you. And uh, if you want to get me on Facebook or social media, on Twitter or what have you, it's Sin Bodie, S-I-N-N, Bodie like the tree. Or you can find me at Freak Show Wrestling Official on Facebook or Sin's Freak Show on Twitter. And for Fantasy Slam, which is another really cool thing that me and Jake the Snake and D'Lo Brown are doing, which is basically a fantasy camp. It's for the fans. So if you're a 35-year-old plumber or a 61-year-old lawyer or whatever you are, if you always had that dream hankering of just pretending, you know, for one second to be a pro wrestler, you can come in and do a camp with us. And every camp will be headlined by a different WWE former legend or superstar. We've got Kevin Sullivan, Chavo Guerrero, Al Snow. We got our first our first uh, scheduled one in May with Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat Man. Who doesn't want to get in the ring and get arm dragged by Ricky the Dragon? You will be in the ring and you'll be treated super safe and super fun, first class treatment. It's going to be awesome. If you want to sign up, uh, it's limited six people, six Earthlings per camp. You will have the greatest time of your life, I guarantee. And that's on Twitter at Fantasy Slam and Facebook on Fantasy Slam. That is amazing. And again, Mr. Bodie, thank you so very much for your time here. Uh, we're on location here in Orlando at the FEW's wrestling party. Uh, Sin Bodie, I know we haven't even scratched the surface of many of your stories. We would love to have you back on Russell City Radio. Hey, you know what? I got to creep out of here while, while I'm up ahead. You know, I, I'm still in one piece. I got an itch for a funnel cake right now, and I got to get out of here before I wind up accidentally in between the headbangers and crime time. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thank you very much, Sin Bodie. This is George from Russell City Radio. Thank you, and keep on listening. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow, for real. <laughs> uh, so, basically, we found out the, the backstory, or should I say the creation of the Bray Wyatt, and, of course, the creation of the Sister Abigail and the, the purpose. Like, that story, to me, was not just freaky, but it was beautiful because it was dedicated to his sister, uh, to Lulabelle. That, that's, that's the first time I ever heard of that terminology. Right. That's it, the first time I ever heard that, too. That's amazing. And for Bray Wyatt to listen, I love Bray Wyatt's character. So to hear how he got it from that Husky Harris gimmick that I did not like at all. But this Bray Wyatt is amazing. So that here that he created that and inspired him to do that, that's amazing. 
elephant. Yeah, Sim Bodie, the trainer of Bray Wyatt, or one of the trainers of the Bray Wyatt, uh, you know, shared great time with me up in Orlando. I was very honored for that. Uh, for that, uh, you know, this is the guy that, of course, was a former WWE superstar. Uh, took his uh, did a couple of appearances on SmackDown when SmackDown was first fresh off the start. Uh, and and uh, it, it was an amazing to speak with him. But now talking about SmackDown, I'm going to lead into this uh, before we start talking about WrestleMania 34, Christina. We have we have the superstar shakeup today. A lot of things are changing up already. One of the things that was announced earlier today on WWE.com was that Apollo Crews has moved from SmackDown over to Raw. What are you hoping for? What shakeups are you hoping for uh, during this uh, episode today on Raw? Hmm. Um, wow, Apollo Crews, that's a, that's a nice little step up. Uh, I think AJ Styles will come back to Raw. I think he can actually hold it down for them. Uh, they have John Cena, even though he's going to be out for a little, doing whatever. But, <laughs> and pertaining, I think that they're going to move some of the uh, Raw women mm-hmm. to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll get a little a bliss on Raw. <laughs> well, I, I, damn, Alexa Bliss on Raw. If Alexa Bliss moves over to Raw, then I want to see Charlotte on SmackDown. Yes, that's how I feel. I feel like they can move Charlotte over to SmackDown. She's going to be a, a great heel to mm-hmm. keep that going. But I think Alexa Bliss can come to Raw and go in with those girls. Uh, she's proved herself since her NXT days, so... Let, let me tell you something. For those people who, you know, you know, bash on Alexa Bliss, I think she's one of the best talents that the WWE has. Yep. This is a young lady who was a cheerleader. And now you would confuse her. Well, not confuse her, but this, this is the terminology I'm trying to use. The, you will confuse her to say she was a wrestler of this entire time. Right. She started off as a cheerleader, folks. Same thing for people... Uh, you know, that, like back in the day, like Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus started off as a fitness model. Now she's titled the best women's wrestler of all time. You know, what can you say? Like, Lita was a woman who used to be power driven every week on ECW television. Yeah. <laughs> okay? By Tommy Dreamer. Then you you look onto WWE and they're like, Lita the wrestler, not Lita the one that was power drive 24 7. They look at Lita as the wrestler and they look at Lita and Trish as two of the mountain, you know, the big names in the women's division for the WWE. Look at Alexa Bliss the same way. Alexa Bliss now was a cheerleader, mm-hmm. but now when you look at her, do you remember her as that cheerleader or do you remember her as the wrestler? Right. So Alexa Bliss is amazing. She's one of the best talents that the WWE has. Maybe the reason she's getting so much hate is because she's now engaged. <laughs> so many guys are like, darn, there goes Alexa Bliss off the market. <laughs> but, guys, come on. Right. You got to look at the talent, people. <laughs> you know, it, really, are we still stuck in the, the 1990s and we're only going to say, I, I want to marry that woman, even though you probably don't have a chance. I want to marry that woman. And, and that's why I'm supporting her. And out comes the, the Instagram post of her with a ring. Mm-hmm. Screw her. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> you were she, just saying that you support her. Right. But, she, yeah. She but basically, all this 
No, yeah, uh, like, but like you were saying, I definitely want to. If Alexa Bliss goes over to Raw, then Charlotte needs to be at SmackDown because they need a top heel. They do. So definitely do. Definitely, uh, AJ Styles. I'd rather see him in SmackDown. Yeah, I guess he can shine on SmackDown. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him on Raw, though. Uh, I have a feeling they might move Sami Zayn to SmackDown as well. Uh, the shakeup's going to be pretty interesting starting today, extending to tomorrow. So. Well, I'm going to be a little biased, and I'm going to say I hope AJ stays on SmackDown <laughs> just because I would love to see eventually AJ work a program with Shinsuke. Oh, that would be amazing. I, I, oh, that would. <laughs> you know, if if anyone has ever seen their match from Wrestle Kingdom, what are you? <laughs> As a matter of fact, so many fans went online and said we rather see AJ versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania any day over Brock and and Goldberg. I have to agree. Agree. It, it. I would love to see that match. So please keep AJ on SmackDown just for the possibility of Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. That's all I'm saying. Right, yeah. If if it happens, it happens. If they switch brands, what can I do? I'm a fan. I'm a journalist. I can't really do much. (laughs) They can always clash at a Survivor Series. That would be amazing. Uh, Yeah, I wish, but I think they they said that they were cutting off all brand versus brand matches. Oh, no. Yeah, so tell me about it. I, if they were smart, they would still do that on Survivor Series. If they were smart. Yeah. But because to me, that's a sale point. Now, oh, definitely. Last year's Survivor Series was a great sale point, Raw vs. SmackDown. Yep. But it, it, do you remember bragging rights? I do. The uh, old school WWE, uh, SmackDown vs. Raw pay per view yep. where it will be the 10 man tag, and I think SmackDown always won. <laughs> I, I think. I think that was. Man, but sorry, Mr. Roman. It's again the acoustics. Okay, it's the acoustics. Uh, Hey, come on, man. You have to be working on pennies and dimes here, okay? (laughs) So I have to do things by the paycheck, okay? I live paycheck by paycheck. (laughs) Anyway, um, Uh, what do you think about uh, titles? Like, I think they might uh, switch the United States and Intercontinental from their homes. Yeah. That's the only titles they actually could switch over if they really wanted to. You know, I even, now that you speak about titles, I even heard that they were moving Brock Lesnar to SmackDown. Oh, wow. You know, and then they were moving, right. I believe it was, um, <sighs> sorry, I, my, my mind just went blank on me here. Wow. We're still talking about titles? Here? Yeah, we're well, still talking uh, about My mind went yeah. completely blank. Is Tag it? team, Hardy. Oh, yeah. Randy Orton. Oh. That they were going to move Randy Orton to Raw. So, to me, automatically, that to me brings up a red flag. I'm like, please don't put Brock Lesnar on SmackDown no. because there's no one on that brand that could re- literally battle the guy and make it look believable unless it's Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Oh, no. no, I think right. better. They could put Baron Corbin. Oh, Baron Corbin. He's been stepping up. Kind of yeah, enjoy Corbin. watching Baron Corbin. Um, no, what, what? Are they gonna keep the Universal Title red? Like it's it's that'll just throw me off. Can you imagine if they had the Universal Title, all this deal of the red title, and everyone being all upset and bent out of shape because of the whole red title background, and then all of a sudden it moves to SmackDown. It's like now we have to turn it blue. Right. 
Right. Now everyone's going to, what are they going to call it? The Power Ranger title? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what? No. It, it, uh, to me, I, listen, fans, I'm going to tell you this one thing and one thing only. Enjoy the ride. No matter what it is, whether it's uh, a title movie brand or, or, or a superstar changing brand, enjoy the ride. We all doubted Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, but then all of a sudden, 75,000 plus people loved it. Right. 75,000 mm-hmm. plus people cannot be wrong. Agreed. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, fast forwarding a little bit, we'll get back to this whole shakeup situation. Okay. But fast forwarding to WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. 34. I, I want to go. Are, are you going? I want to go. We want to go. Uh, uh, we got to save up our pennies <laughs> to get to New Orleans. Well, <laughs> let me just give you a heads up. The Roman Show and Russell City Radio are planning a big uh, group event. So if we're all going, we're all going together. Awesome. That's, that's number one. And number two, it, it's going to be party party because I went to WrestleMania 30 in Bourbon Street. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on. <laughs> You have no idea. Mr. New York, you have no idea what's coming. Because I was... Oh, God, I hope this never makes it to the WWE. But basically, um, I was able to be at WrestleMania 30 uh, the night before, so during the Hall of Fame. And right after the Hall of Fame concluded, all of them were partying on Bourbon Street. From the Mojo Rawlings to the Randy Orton's. And let me just say for the record, Mojo Raleigh is the most down-to-earth guy. The guy bought me a drink. I don't even remember how many fingers I was holding up that day because <laughs> I was drinking with the with the Mr. Hydro. So I, I'm like, that has to be the best party week I've ever had. Oh my gosh, I've never been to New Orleans. Um, I did get to meet Mojo uh, this past WrestleMania. Right after WrestleMania, we went out to get a bite to eat downtown, and he walked into where we are, and he was such a gentleman. Uh, my cousin was going to take a picture of me and him. And he's like, no, we didn't get in the picture. So that that made my night for the rest of the night meeting Mojo. But Bourbon Street, partying, I'm, I'm so ready. I would love to go. <laughs> you know, now I, you you have no idea what's coming. I might be a boss, but we're, we're also friends. You have no idea what's coming, girl. <laughs> you have no idea. Same thing for you, Mr. New York. You're, you're over there like saying, oh, you have no idea what you're going to see with me. But trust me, you have no idea what you're going to see with me. <laughs> so tell me what, Christina, you're going to be the, the middle person. All right. Me and Mr. New York over here, we're going to have a competition at Bourbon Street. Oh, all right. And, and the craziest person, the craziest person, We'll have to wear a tutu. Oh, oh, tutu. I, I have a couple yeah. at home. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> he's over there like, listen, uh, first you're giving me this strong look, saying I'm, you know, I'm Mr. New York, I have the attitude, I could take someone's ass, and now you're going to make me wear a tutu? Tutu bat. <laughs> the tutu bat, and you got to walk down like a little bit. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't pay you enough. <laughs> Uh, but guys, uh, going to WrestleMania 34, one of the uh, the rumored uh, main events for that night is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, the rematch. Uh, they technically never had a ending. They never 
finished their feud because Seth Rollins cashed in their money in the bank. Yep. So maybe this year uh, at 34, they finally sealed the deal. Um, I feel like this is going to be Brock Lesnar's final appearance for the WWE, so obviously Roman Reigns might be walking out with the title. That's not a bad thing because whether he's a heel or he's a face, I still see it in a case where, how can I put this, that he has the fans' attention. Okay, whether you want to boo him or you want to cheer him. Guess what? You're still going to pay a ticket to go boo him or you're going to cheer him. Yep. So I think it's going to be a major draw for the WWE no matter what happens. It, it definitely would. Uh, you know, Roman Reigns could make that match pretty darn interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we didn't get a finish. We saw that Seth Rollins come in and, and win the title. So to get a conclusion and if it's possibly Brock's last little stint with WWE for a while, it, it'd be nice to see, you know, Roman Wayne uh, beat over The Undertaker and then beat over Brock Lesnar, who's next in line to go against Roman Reigns. Well, uh, uh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> as much as I don't think I could handle Ford match, but that, that's the only thing I could think of at the moment. But also, you also have to look at it this way uh, with the return of the Hardys. Who would you want to see them battle at WrestleMania 34. Not saying that they're going to hold the titles for a year, but Ooh, who, who do you expect to see them? Welcome back, Hardys, by the way. Um, you know, they're right now, so we've got to get some top heel guys to go against them. I don't know with the Revival coming in if they would, you know, push that the whole time because uh, Revivals were a top heel in NXT, which I must say NXT TakeOver, the tag team match was one of my favorites, mm-hmm. by the way. <laughs> The whole night. Uh, but that's possibly that. I'm trying to think of, you know, what other heels can go against the Hardys to get, compete with them at this moment. Well, at, at the point at, that we're in right now, there could be many situations. Right. Um, but right now, you know what? This is what, I'm gonna, I, I, what, what we're going to do. We're going to play a game. Right. We're going to play a game of what tag team you like them to face in three forms. Who would you like to see come back and face them? Oh. Like whether a former WWE guy or it could be a New Japan guy, it could be ROH, whatever you want. A tag team to come back to face them. Who would you like to see them face now? We're, we're talking about like if 34 was tomorrow. Right. Who, who would you like to see face them now? And who would be your call-up tag team from NXT that you'd like to see them face? So, you want to go first for me? Um, you can, I guess, Let, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I, hey, ladies first. Hey, wait a minute, I just buried myself. <laughs> so, um, NXT, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of DIY. I think they would pull off a, a great match. Okay. Give me a ladder match. I, I definitely enjoy seeing that, DIY versus the Hardys. Uh, current. WWE superstars tag team. <sighs> trying to wreck my brain around SmackDown right now. My brain is all raw for a moment. I, I already have one team in mind. Who? American Alpha. American Alpha. American oh. Alpha versus the Hardys. Right. American Alpha. But who will play heel in that? Right. Who would? Well, unless they turn the Hardys the into Hardys? the Broken Hardys. The Hardys going heel. They can pull that off with no problem. I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, I don't know. So you answered call up, you answered yes. current. 
Uh, unless, are you choosing American Alpha 2 for your current or? Current? You have American Alpha, you have the High Pros, you have uh, the Usos, you have uh, the Ascension, you have, well, no longer the Bomb Village. I know, my heart breaks with that. Oh, um, let me see. Um, you have the Lucha Dragons, uh, if they ever teamed up they, with it. Hey, they could put them back together. You have the, the Fashion Police. <laughs> oh, poor for Zango. Um, <laughs> hey, that's, that's a pretty damn good gimmick, okay? I, I give them some more time and more screen time. Um, current, I would. I think I'm gonna stick with my revival theory. The revival, I think. I think it'll be interesting. There's some pretty good heels, and to put on a match with the Hardys, I think they can keep up. All right, so we have current. We have NXT call up. Now, who you want to see come back? Come back. <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. New York is saying the Deadly's over there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and why did I see that comedy? <laughs> I, I, could I have guessed? <laughs> hmm. I already have one for that one. Who's your choice? Edge and Christian. Oh, I was so thinking that, but I know Edge, Edge can't Christian. compete. I would love to see, you know. That's history, and for the kids now to see that match, they'll understand why we love this so much. Well, I would have to agree, even though I know Edge can't. But. Edge and Christian, by far, as far as returning tag team, I right. would love to see them face off with the Hardys one last time. I agree. And especially at WrestleMania 34, is it going to happen, or is it possible to happen? Chances are none. No. But <laughs> never say never to the WWE. Uh, call up, I would love to see the Hardys actually go up against the Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain, I figured, yeah. Yeah, so I would love to see the Authors of Pain going against the Hardys. And like I said, the current tag team, uh, I like I mentioned earlier, was American Alpha. So now speaking of, of course, tag teams, we also I also had a chance to sit down with another controversial tag team, and I'm talking about JTG, JTG <laughs> and Chad Gaspard of Crime Time. Obviously, you know their thing, money, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> money, God forbid. <laughs> anyway, so guys, let's go ahead and go and listen to this exclusive interview with JTG and Shad Gaspar. All right, guys, uh, this is... Let's try this again. Hey, guys, this is George with Wrestle City Radio coming to you from FEW Wrestling Party here in Orlando, Florida. We are here with the legendary crime time, JTG and Chad Gaspard. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great. I, I don't know, Jay. I don't know. I don't know how good I'm doing right now because legendary implies old, and I feel pretty spry. Pretty young right now. So, we're classic, Sarah. We're classic. We're classic? We're like, classic. Like Chavito classic? <laughs> well, I mean legendary to a point that, hey, your, your time with the WWE might have ended, but you guys are still one of the hottest tag teams in the world of professional wrestling today. Next thing you know, they're going to tell us in a year or two we're in the Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> look at Hall of Fame status before Taker. Before, oh, oh, oh. Can I say that? Can I say that? <laughs> You're going to eat anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, typical crime time already, uh, causing mischief. Guys, you're here in Orlando. How are you enjoying it so far here in South Florida? Oh, we loving the weather. We loving the... Can I... Oh, I'm not married. We loving the females. We having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the women are beautiful. The, the city's beautiful. Everybody's beautiful, man. It's all chill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we're having a good time out here. And 
Honestly, turning up, we partying, chilling with Wale, we chilling with um, Yin Yang Twins. Yin Yang Twins, you know we, we doing it big. Hey, Double how, XL. That's how FEW does it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of FEW, you're here, uh, wrestling party. You're going up against another legendary tag team in the Headbangers. Uh, this should be a, a phenomenal match. How, how are you planning on preparing on this match here? Uh, we prepared mentally, you know what I'm saying? We were training at the, what's the name of it? With Stallone's gym? Undisputed. Undisputed. Oh, yeah, we ready, man. We mentally ready, phys- physically yeah. ready. So unbreakable. We were training Unbreakable. That, that's, uh, that's Stallone's gym. So we actually, like, we did a couple of transitions together as a team. And, yeah, Jay, Jay, uh. I hung Jay, in there. He, he turned, no, no, I'll give you credit. He beat me one day. <laughs> but I beat him the other day. <laughs> so I have to ask you guys, this is hip-hop. With, uh, of course, Crime Time, which you guys came out with hip-hop music when you were in the WWE. And then you got punk rock with the headbangers. Well, this is more like not just wrestling, but a war of music. Uh, a lot of wars going on here. You got the ruthless aggression versus the attitude era. You got uh, <laughs> the hip-hop versus the punk. Was it punk? Punk rock, yeah. Punk rock. So you, got the, you got the jeans versus the, versus the skirts. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of sitting on here. A lot of wars going on here. <laughs> well, you know, aside from that, the tag team division is finally heating up once again in the WWE scene in ROH. Thank God. In, 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 in Impact Wrestling, et cetera, et cetera. Where can we see Crime Time? Can we see one day Crime Time possibly coming back to the WWE? I know they've, they've been on a wave of resigning people. Uh, what's the future for Crime Time right now? Crime time, you know, we got a lot of projects individually and together. Um, but if we do go back, you know, we, that's home. WWE is home. What's for WWE? We do not have the the um, the platforms, other platforms that we have today. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would love to return home. But you know, everything's got to be done right. You know, like I, I, I read what Jay said that you know, I got in this business not to be a wrestling superstar. I got in this business to be a uh, WWE superstar. You know what I'm saying? And I love the WWE. I love the company. I love everybody like that. Like I always had a good relationship with Vince. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people in the office. But, you know, WWE's home, but sometimes you don't want to go home because the house isn't fixed. You know what I mean? Yep. So once the house gets fixed, once once our room is ready, and they put the insulation in there, <laughs> we're, not sleeping, we're not sleeping in a cold room with no windows. Separate beds. Separate beds. Separate beds. Sometimes. <laughs> now, if you guys were, let's say hypothetically, if you were to come to the WWE, there's some great tag teams in the main roster. There's some great tag teams in NXT. Where would you guys want to start off in your return? Would you want to go for the the younger guys in the NXT roster or in the WWE main roster? No, we like main, main roster. You guys go to the main roster. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to hesitate on Jay. Straight up, Usos, that's what we go for. Yeah, family, that's that's the match. That's the that's going to make pay-per-view numbers. If you want to see son, you put us versus the Usos. We're going to knock out the park. Home runs. That's all we hit, baby. Yeah. Uh, AKA Babe Root. AKA. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I gotta say is, with rumors now circulating with the Broken Hardys apparently returning this week uh, at WrestleMania or even Monday Night Raw and, and et cetera, et cetera, this is a great time to see Crime Time. You know, possibly one day return for to the WWE. But like you're also were saying, you know, you guys are working on your own projects. JT, uh, you were working on your own book. Uh, how's that going? The two books are doing great. If I do go, if I do, if we ever do go back, there will definitely be a third book. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, working on other other projects, Shad got a bunch of projects going on. 
Um, we're doing our Hollywood thing. We're having fun. We're launching an app this summer. We got a lot of things going on. Yeah, as a as a matter of fact, like you were just saying, Chad also has a couple projects. He's into the movies, acting uh, right now. Uh, one of the also things, uh, Chad and you, also JTG, is one thing you guys can't stand is bullies. And yes, I'm going to bring this up because everyone is talking about it. What happened at the gas station when Chad uh, took on the the armed robber or the uh, the robber per se or the thief? Uh, you know, you guys stood up. You were against that bully. You uh, fought a fight that wasn't yours. Uh, did, did you feel nervous at all in that moment, Chad? Uh, I don't know if the nervous is the word because I'm not. I've, it's not the first time I've had a gun in my face. Oh. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn, New York. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I, it's, 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 it's more of I wasn't doing it like I, I think people think that I was trying to save the day. I wasn't trying to save the day. I was just being who I am. You know what I mean? And who I am is I'm, I'm a sheepdog. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a sheep. I'm not a wolf. I'm a sheepdog. I'd rather protect somebody than see people victimized. So. You know, I think most people go go in life with that attitude. You know, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be a hero. You just gotta be willing to stand up at the right moment. You know what I'm saying? And do the right thing. All right, and let's do some last plugs, uh, starting with you, JTG. Uh, again, you, your books. Where can the fans purchase your books? Uh, Amazon, uh, or can they go to a local bookstore? No, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it at the Play Store. You can find it on iTunes. The audio version is killing it right now because it's narrated by yours truly, the JTG. The audio version is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, we don't have, like, one of those England, uh, U- United Kingdom uh, voiceovers uh, doing no, no, no. it? No, all me. Um, I was going to get... Um, Morgan Freeman, but he was busy. I said uh, Patrick Stewart. You know, <laughs> John Lupicard reading JTGs. And then I told Big Show, no, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you can, oh, yeah, so more plugs. Um, <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter, JTG1284, Instagram, JTG121084. I just hit 10K yesterday. Let's get those numbers. Keep rising. You know what I'm saying? Chat. Holler at them. Don't find me on Twitter. Don't find me on Instagram. My wife is checking it now. Okay? <laughs> so I'm going to tell you right now. She's going to look at your page. She's going to stalk you back. All right? Don't you give me too many likes. You know who you are. Yes, you right there. Listen to the show right now. Don't give me too many likes, men or women, because she'll, she'll hunt you down. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Because I'm following you on Facebook. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. She, she has your whole dossier. <laughs> I'm deleting my Facebook. <laughs> uh, well, again, guys, thank you very much for your time. Again, you could get, you could catch Crime Time at FEW shows. You guys do a lot of shows with the FEW. Uh, you know, of course, you're here at the wrestling party in Orlando. Is there any upcoming bookings that we should know about? As of right now. Uh... Oh yeah, we got one in San Diego. I don't, I don't know, I don't know all the information off the top of my head, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Stay updated with us. Awesome. Thank you very much, Crime Time. This is George from Russell City Radio. Thank you very much for listening. All right, and that was Crime Time. Uh, JTG and Shad Gaspard. As you heard, if they were to ever come back to the WWE. They don't want to just go to NXT. They want to go to the main roster. So basically, they'll be skipping over the whole NXT, kind of like the reintroduced. Do you think Crime Time will be able to, um, how can I put this, will be able to go over with the crowd, even though they've been missing from the WWE product for years? I think they would. They, they, they're going to make it work. The fans remember Crime Time. They were 
a classic in their own way. Um, I would like to see them, you know, team up with Titus O'Neil. <laughs> oh my! As a matter of fact, that would be a great thing. As a matter, I, I just thought about that. But you know what? In honor of prime time, let's give them one money, money. Yeah, yeah. Money, money. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, people are now looking at us like Mr. New York. Like, do I know these people? <laughs> and I have to drive her home. And I, I'm here stuck in the studio. Hey, man, many praises to you. <laughs> but basically, guys, uh, going back to what we were talking about, I have to go ahead and say thank you very much for Prime Time and Sid Bodie sitting down with us, uh, you know, up in Orlando two weeks ago. Thank you very much. We will have them, obviously, on future episodes of the show. Uh, they will come back, talk some more. Uh, but thank you very much for those two sit-downs. Um, next week, uh, we're back to doing live interviews. As a matter of fact, Christina, it'll be your first live interview. Yes, well. And what a big honor you're going to have because you're not starting small. You're starting big. You're starting with a big veteran. Uh, this is a guy who started off as a mass wrestler, moved on, been in business for many years, and now on top of that, he's an MMA fighter. The one I'm talking about is none other than Scorpio Sky. Uh, Christina, I know you've been doing your homework already two weeks early. <laughs> Are you intimidated? Um, I don't think I'm intimidated. I'm just very fascinated with all that he's done so far. And, I, I you know, I'm getting my questions ready for him. So hopefully he's ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure he's ready for you. I'm pretty sure because I have spoken to that man. I spoke to him in Orlando, had the honor of meeting him in Orlando. Very down to her, very humble gentleman. Uh, I cannot wait to speak to him, get to know him more. As a matter of fact, I grew up watching him uh, when I was just a young teen because he started off in his teens as well. He started off very young as well. Uh, And, again, he started off in a mask. Like, if you saw him then and compare him to now, you'll ask yourself, is that the same guy? Because it's a huge difference, Mm -hmm. huge difference. But we will be having Scorpio Sky here on the show next week on Russell City Radio on Monday at 6 p.m. Now, guys, it's almost close to Monday Night Raw time. Uh, We're going to talk just a little bit more for at least 20 more minutes. Uh, But let's talk a little bit more about the shakeup. Let's talk about a little bit more about WrestleMania 33 and 34. Uh, You know, one of the things that I, I kind of forgot to bring up was how the women just shut up all the haters again at WrestleMania this year. Oh. So, again, here are people that were saying, oh, that match is not going to do that good because Nia Jax is in it and blah, blah, blah. To be honest with you, that was a phenomenal match. Even the gauntlet match or the uh, six-pack challenge, per se, Mm -hmm. was fantastic. And all of their gear, all of them were super gorgeous. As a matter of fact, uh, do you have Twitter? I do. Have you seen the Twitter war that uh, Charlotte is having currently now with ROH Superstar? I haven't, no. <laughs> I'm missing out. I'm not going to go. Dalton Castle has this situation of having Peacock and the boys, like these per- personal little fanboys that he has. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Charlotte came out with a Peacock suit at WrestleMania, and Dalton and her have been having a little fun Twitter war. <laughs> and, and, and it's one of the it, it's so funny it's cute <laughs> and, and 
a lot of people are saying, hey, please one day bring Dalton Castle to the WWE. I don't know if Dalton Castle, it, it, I think he's ready for WWE. Now, if the, would he still have the same gimmick? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really don't know because it's a lot to say, but we will see because uh, there is a lot of rumors with a lot of ROH guys being signed to the WWE on top of that. A lot of uh, rumors that WWE has purchased the ROH library. So who knows where that's coming from. But one thing I am going to say, let me pause. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and this goes for you too. So if you don't want to hear this, the door is right there. I'll wave you back in. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll listen to the spoiler. Drew McIntyre is back with the WWE. That's not a spoiler. I knew that. Yay! <laughs> Drew McIntyre is back with the WWE, and that's one of the things that has the fans going crazy, super happy. Christina, I just saw your reaction, <laughs> so I'm assuming you're one of those. Yep, but Drew McIntyre is back with the WWE. What do you have to say? Wow, yeah, I, I saw that he was back, uh, signed to NXT, so, you know, I guess they're going to try and develop his character a little more before they call him up. Um, but I'm excited to see him come back. I did kind of enjoy, you know, the three-man band situation. Maybe we'll get a reunion. Oh, please no. <laughs> please no. One night. One night. One no, night. please no. That's what ruined Drew McIntyre. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I found it funny that, and this no offense to Heath Slater, but I found it funny that Drew McIntyre and uh, what's the uh, Jinder Mahal, uh, Jinder Mahal, were both released, and Heath Slater stayed, and Heath Slater was not used for two years. Right. I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? Did we just get JTG again? <laughs> because I know that they released Shaq Gaspard and they let JTG stay for mm-hmm. I think it was five years, but uh, then. We didn't see Heath Slater for two years after this whole three-man band thing. And then all of a sudden he comes back to TV with, I have kids, and he's one of the most popular characters all over again. Yes, yes, he is. It's good to see Jinder Mahal back as well. Uh, you know, he might be having some squash matches on Raw, but he's holding it down. I like seeing Jinder Mahal on Raw. I'm excited to see Drew McIntyre see what he can do with the NXT people. I, I would love to see him against Bobby Roode. Uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, I would too. That's a, that's a nice and, and once again, you have amazed me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, congratulations on that. It's not every day I can be shut up. Uh, but basically, you know, it, 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 it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I have to say, a lot of things are are changing. The independents are, are even doing good now, and ROH is, is catching up steam, and Pro Wrestling Gorilla and all that stuff. It, it's, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, I'm such a fan of the product. There's so many young up-and-comers that we're going to be able to interview here on the show coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, and then on top of that, even former WWE guys, uh, I, I think uh, Roman and I were going to try to appear at the Florida Supercon Retro this coming weekend and, mm-hmm. and see if we could even possibly get Jake to take Roberts uh, on the show. So, you know, time will tell. We can help. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. prayers. My <laughs> prayers are, are all up in there. So, guys, let, let's go ahead and, and do some closing moments. Christina, shake up tonight. You know, it's probably not a draft, 
It's not even a gap. I think people are just going to say, hey, you're going there and you're going here. Right. Or even maybe a surprise appearance. Maybe. What is your final thoughts on this? <sighs> the shakeup. Um, I'm excited to see what they're actually I, – I don't know what to expect. Honestly, I don't. Uh, the Apollo Crews thing kind of surprised me. I thought he needed, you know, SmackDown was kind of his place. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do, see if they switch some of these women around, uh, maybe the top guys, or like I said, those, those United States Intercontinental Pipe, they can, you know, bring Dean Ambrose back. But I don't know if they would want Kevin Owens on SmackDown. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine Kevin Owens on SmackDown at all. I can't either. Uh, huh. He's been great on on Raw. Well, <laughs> apparently, apparently, uh, we even hear rumors that the NXT call-ups are not done. That we should probably even be seeing the Drifter Elias Samson oh. being called up, or even uh, El Igolo or Igolo. Well, I, I don't know if I'm saying that. Right. <laughs> Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah. Uh, so, can can you imagine if Cien Almas debuts on Raw? At the same time of the segment of Ty Dillinger, oh. and the fans are going crazy. 10, 100, 10, 100. <laughs> uh, no, I have actually the perfect tag team name for that. What would it be? 110. <laughs> 110. That, that works. Uh, by the way, I was very excited for Ty Dillinger. He deserved it. Finally, it happened. Um, interesting, Elias Samson. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they call up an Ember Moon. Nah, everyone is too young. Nah, nah. <laughs> Still too young for that. I, I don't think so. It, I think if there's any woman that's going to be called up next, huh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my original prediction. I said this a couple of weeks ago. My prediction of next women to be called up is Team Icon. Oh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Uh, yeah, I figured. Yeah, uh, I think uh, they would be next. If, it, if Asuka didn't lose her title, it would have been, you know... Asuka would have been called up next, but I, I, I think they're pl- calling them up, too. They, I think they deserve gonna, to be on SmackDown, though. I think we're going to see a takeover of Japanese women on NXT because Ooh. I think uh, WWE signed – well, I know they signed the, the new uh, girl, Kairi Hojo. I, I can mm-hmm. never pronounce these Japanese names. <laughs> Thank God for WWE changing. Well, Kana was not that hard to pronounce, but please help us out with it. You know what? <laughs> uh, but, guys – Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode here of Russell City Radio. We'll be back on next Monday at 6 p.m. I'm going to come up with a nickname for this young lady. Uh, by that week, I, I just need to think of something. I'm, I'm definitely not going to call you Zena. Uh, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to call me Zena. No. No, because I'm trying to think of that other nickname you put yourself on social media with X Tina. Oh, yeah, X. Tina, just because that's always been my little nickname, Xtina, because Christina's too long uh, to be spelling sometimes. So, yeah, you well, don't you know have what? to call that, me Xtina. For now, that's, <laughs> if I can't come up with anything, that'll be your temporary one for now. Xtina. Xtina. You know, my social media does say Xtina, Cena as well. Sorry if you're Cena haters, but been in love with Cena since 2002. <laughs> and, guys, I'm here at SMH. <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I like the thugonomics jump between that. And this is who, <laughs> hold on, I have to bring, <laughs> don't, don't L- Lorraine, are you there? Lorraine, are you there? <laughs> L- 
Lorraine, answer the phone. Yeah, I had it on mute. Sorry. That's okay, Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine, let let me ask you something. <laughs> you're, you're the COO, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you something. Why do you sign these co-hosts that love these wrestlers that I hate just to torture me? Why? Why? What do I do? I don't know. Think about some how you know you like to tell me shut up. Um. Yeah, stuff like that. So I got to torture you. It's fun. Okay. I'm just checking because uh, let let me take a look. Lorraine, I'm going to kill you. You signed this woman to a five-figure deal. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm tired of them coming and going, so guess what? Now you're stuck with her. <laughs> Lorraine, I can't afford five figures. I'm going to be a janitor by the end of the, the night. <laughs> My team hates me. Thank you, Lorraine. I don't know what to say. Um, there's always has to be, you know, that, that friction. We can't like the same people, you know, as a Cena fan at heart. But, come on, you know, I, I like AJ Styles. Uh, Randy is the other one on my heart. but uh, No, I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to pay this fight for the <laughs> Don't think about <laughs> it. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> well, guys... For everyone here on Russell City Radio, we welcome you, Christina, to the team slash, no, not team, I apologize, to the city and to the family. And on top of that, guys, I'm your host, and of course, Mr. New York over <laughs> here, uh, which I'm very proud to call my family member as well. And on top of that, I want to say that this guy, I, I dare someone to come over here and cause any problems. <laughs> because that guy will be just standing right there and be like, you have a problem? <laughs> well, guys... For everyone here on Russell City, thank you for listening. Tune in next week on Monday at 6 p.m. when Christina and I are back with, of course, Mr. Scorpio Sky. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality checks.